Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's a lot, guys. And it's, it's, uh, people are really uh, concerned. We've heard these stories before. We know how they end, and we don't want this to also end like that with Dumisani Zuma because we still believe he still has something to offer, but he also needs to help himself, and he's not helping himself at the moment. And I see there's an SMS here. Somebody says, Evening, Tabby. So the problem achieves is player pay different. Different. Some are getting much more than others. So player pay disparity is what is killing Chiefs. Players are on a go slow. Thanks. That's what Isaac believes in then. Okay, we're going to take a quick breather and then we're going to talk rugby. United Rugby Championship. Our teams are doing well. Our very own Kanyiso Chwaku, also writes for Sport24, will speak to us and just tell us where we are in this competition at the moment. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, and he joins us on the line from Sport24, also a commentator at the SABC, Kanyiso Chwaku, to look back at our teams winning again this past weekend in the URC. Good evening, Kanyiso. Thanks for speaking to us tonight. Good evening, Kanyiso. Good evening, listeners. When you say winning again, you make it sound like it's something that doesn't happen very often. doesn't happen very often when they are in Europe, but it happens a lot when they're at home, that even the Lions have been winning at home by that one result. What's changed here, Kanyiso? I think it's interesting you raised the, 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 the Euro part because remember that we actually spoke about last year in particular where you actually asked me about the kind of struggle um, that the South African teams were having when they were actually playing in Europe. And we did say that I think it is only fair to judge the South African teams once they actually have their fair share of, of home games. And when you look at the entire spread of the home games that the South African teams have played, they've only dropped, dropped two matches. The other shots leading to Edinburgh 21-5. And then the Lions beat to Connacht last week. Every other game has been won. So that tells you that um, Europe is cut in South Africa. hasn't been very easy for the European side. But again, a team that you may need to be wary of, of um, through the playoffs that made the side, um, they brought a weakened team uh, to South Africa. They actually gained, if you look at it, South African teams dropped uh, the bonus point against them where the Sharks couldn't get the four-try bonus point. The Stormers couldn't get the four-try bonus point. They actually stole two points. And the two points that was able to ensure that they actually finished top um, of the URC because even regardless of what happens in other games, they won't be able to actually be taken to be taken off the top. But at the end of the day, so that means teams have made hey um, while the sun shine or while the while, while the sun did shine um, during the late South African time. I mean the pools won all their game at home. Um the the, the Stormers won all their game at home. The Sharks only dropped one. And those are the three teams that are contesting for playoff places. And remember now, they're in such a position where if they win all their matches by bonus points and Munster loses to Ulster, we may see South African teams finishing second, third, and fourth. And that means that there will be three, there will be three European teams that will have to travel to South Africa. Um, I suspect one of those teams will be Edinburgh, Glasgow, and Ulster. Those are the three teams. As things stand, those are the three teams that may have to travel to South Africa. And remember the Sharks are playing Ulster, but it's effectively a round of 16 games to determine um, which of those teams actually finish in the top four. So if the Sharks um, manhandle Ulster beat them, even if they beat them without a bonus point, that'll pretty much ensure that the Sharks get a home quarterfinal, something that will work for them. And then that means that the Bulls will just need to just win, win their game against the Scarlet and then the Lions and then the, and then the Stormers win their game. And then pretty much it's all sorted. The African team finish second, third, fourth. And then the important thing, uh, but the game that will need to keep cast an important eye on will be Leinster Munster because Munster have yet to beat, have only beaten um, Leinster once in eight attempts across all competitions. So it's clear that the Dublin side um, do have the number on them. So look, South African team didn't start the tournament very well, but when it's truly matched, when, when it came to the home game, 
um, they've ensured that they've taken as many points as they could. Okay, so what do the playoffs mean then? Are the playoffs like quarterfinals? Is it top eight? Yes, one plays four, one plays eight, two plays seven, three plays six, four plays five, which is why it becomes very important for the East African team to win all their matches because if they do and Manchester doesn't win, you will find that they will finish second, third and fourth and they will avoid playing one of each other in the quarterfinals. And if they proceed to the semifinals, unfortunately one of those teams will have to travel to Dublin to face Leinster. But at least we will be guaranteed one South African team actually playing, especially if the one that finishes second um, wins its quarterfinal and semifinal, there will be a possibility um, of a South African team hosting the final if Leinster is dethroned. So with one round left, is it safe to say then we've got the Sharks, Stormers and the Bulls in the playoffs? Yes, yes it is. And the most important part is that they will be playing in the Highness and Champions Cup um, wow. next year. So the top eight teams, um, the two South African sides, they'll be playing in the, in the, champion, the Highness and Champions Cup, which if you've been keeping track of, is actually a far superior tournament to Super Rugby. The way I see remember you've got eight English sides, you've got eight French sides, which is effectively what South Africa would desperately need in the World Cup here because um, as much as one looks at the New Zealand, uh, uh, with the Super Rugby Pacific Cup, which still remains a very decent tournament, one does have a feeling that the bigger threat in the 2023 World Cup um, will come from France, will come from England. Um, yes, New Zealand will always remain at the Seoul, Australia. But I think now the timing of you know, South African teams actually playing, um, actually playing in the Champions Cup um, cannot be better. Now, I mean, at least we still have the, um, we will still have the, the, the luxury of playing New Zealand and Australia in the rugby championship. But one feels that um, I'm getting, I'm starting to get a feeling that this particular tournament will actually be for the benefit of South African rugby. I mean, it's something that they've been pushing towards for quite a long time. Now, if I mean, if the Lions had won three more matches, especially when they played away, one suspects that we could have had four South African teams um, play in, in, in the in, in the Cup. Cup. But remember, all is not lost for the Lions. Still play in the Challenge Cup. We will be meeting French and England sides. So look, there's a lot that South African rugby is going to benefit from. I mean, this particular thing in these two, uh, from the URC and this particular tournament. And have we warmed up to this tournament now as South Africans? I remember I spoke, we spoke to Coach John Dobson here on the show last week. He says it helps the fact that um, the teams are winning. At least people are, are now warming up to the tournament, but it still has a long way to go before you can compare it to when South African teams are playing in Super Rugby. How do you sum no, it up he, so far? Indeed, indeed, indeed. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. I mean, Super Rugby was a tournament that, um, because of the always remember that Super Rugby was not just a, a new tournament to say. It built up through the Super 10, where we had teams like they were like Queensland and Auckland in the provincial form coming and playing in South Africa. So it was something that they were kind of accustomed to. Now, it, it, this is, has been a new tournament, a tournament that has started through COVID, um, that, has, that, that has gone on in fits and starts. But I think the most important thing is that the tournament has had momentum. And it's something that Jake White has spoken of at length, in that once the tournament builds momentum and the games week in, week out, um, fans will then start to relate and identify with the tournament. And I think the, the, the most important part is that the relaxation of fans being allowed to watch games at, at half capacity is something that the, 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 the four unions in particular, especially I think putting four unions, the Sharks, the Bulls, and the Stormers in particular, they have taken advantage of. I mean, if you look at the crowds that have turned out at King Park at Cape Town Stadium at Loftus Festival, they are those are fans that are very much keen um, for, for 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 watching live rugby. So I mean, look, it's a half capacity, which means 
Um, the stadiums are averaging around 25, 27,000 um, at, at this point in time. But the average, at the, the, in terms of crowds coming in, you're seeing 23, 24, 22,000, which is actually very good crowds considering the capacities that are available. So, look, I mean, they've hit something um, in terms of how, especially the Sharks, where they've created a very good, uh, a, a, a batch day where there's a lot of things that fans can do before, during, and after the game um, to entertain themselves. So, I think. Um, what this tournament has also done off the field for the side is also to improve the stadium experience, which is why you'd find now going to the Cape Town Stadium, Loftus, and uh, Kings Park, because it hasn't just been an experience just to go watch rugby, but something that families have been looking forward to. So is this the future then of SA teams now, the URC? Indeed, indeed. We cannot even look that, that far because also South African sides now, instead of having to travel across the ocean um, to play in New Zealand and Australia, having to worry about time zones, um, having to forfeit, and in forfeit in terms of they know that because of the time zone, they, there is a match that they will lose here and there. Um, traveling to Europe is just literally a 12, 13 hour flight um, overnight. Mm. So it, it, it becomes so much easier that these games will, are taking place in South African time zones where on Fridays there's a match at 25 to 9. And also on, on a Saturday, there's a match to start at 2, 4, and 6, um, at 25 to 9. So, look, I mean, it's, it's such a convenient tournament for South African rugby. And also, South African, there's a number of South African rugby players who are actually playing in Europe, which is why I'm actually more interested to see how South African teams are going to stack up on their debt um, when they actually tackle the, the Heineken Champions Cup. Because that means now they're going to be playing in three tournaments. Remember now, because... Um, the, the South African season has now shifted from being a proper winter sport, where now the season starts in about um, July, September, and then ends in about May, which is actually next rugby, a summer sport. And remember now, they need to manage three tournaments at the same time, where there's the Heineken Champions Cup slash Challenge Cup, you've got the UFC, you've got Curry Cup. So depth is going to be a very interesting thing that you may see um, next season. may not be a factor now, but next season, the depth test is going to be very important. So where does this all leave the cheaters then, Kanyiso? This is probably the most painful part where one would have loved to see the cheaters being part of the URC and um, also fighting for a spot. Um, because they would decide that actually paved the way for South African sides when they were in the tournament of the the Pro 14 mm. because they did all the hard yards. They, them and the Southern Kings, mm. they did all the hard work. So it's very unfair to not to see them actually playing in this particular tournament. I think it's something that the organizers, it's something that the organizers um, may need to look at because, I mean, look, I mean, the Cheetahs, from a, from a size perspective, aren't the biggest franchise, but they're a, big, they're a bedrock of South African rugby. Um, they, if you look at the kind of work that's been done by the Shimlers and, uh, 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 and the CUT in Varsity Cup, right? you realize that there's still a number of players who are migrating there, but you can't have a, a, a province of that particular magnitude and strategy just being a developmental province who's um, listening, whose future is actually rooted in, whose um, ceiling is actually stuck at uh, Curry Cup level. Um, there needs to be some sort of conversation they need to be had. Uh, maybe it could be a proper pro, uh, promotion relegation where the last race of that, or the last South African team will have to make way for the cheaters in one season. I mean, URC, or make the URC, or try to get one. I mean, I had this conversation with my colleagues in that we find that the cheaters would be a far better side um, than Zebra in particular, who, uh, who have to be in the tournament 
as part of the given that Italian teams are represented. But at the end of the day, I mean, we, we, I mean, look, if you, if, if you look at it, there a lot of the, you've got, it's, it's split across four pools. You've got two of the Scottish sides, you've got two Italian sides, you've got the four Irish, you've got the four Welsh sides, you've got the four Irish sides, then you've got the four Southern sides. So when you look at numbers in particular, it looks like it does even out. But um, when you look at the cheaters in particular, the cheaters um, are hard done by the that um, did all the hard yards mm. for SA Rugby to actually get a foothold in this particular tournament. And now they are not there to, to, to reap these handsome rewards. Yeah, got to feel for the cheaters. Get kicked out of everything. Super Rugby, kicked out of Pro 14, uh, not part of the Rainbow Cup. They were talking about a big division. Doesn't look like that will happen also. But they're strong. They're strong people out there in the Free State. And I know that they will keep going like they've done in the Curry Cup. Thanks, Kanyiso, for speaking to us. We appreciate your time. We'll speak to you again. Maybe it's next time about Yuriru and the story that you guys wrote on Sport 24. It's a Thank you very much, Tabito. Thanks, Kanye Sochaku. We have to go to news. It is 8 o'clock. If you missed the result today, it was Tex Galaxy 1, Orlando Pirates nil, and there's Man United and Brentford tonight in the Monday Night Fixture in England. That's it from us then.